0: chapter twenty eight of from tangier to tripoli by frank g carpenter this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by betty b a look ahead in north africa the life in these moslem lands of north africa remains much the same as before their christian conquerors came across the mediterranean bringing their unwelcome western ways Yet partly as a result of the upheaval among the European nations, and partly because the great powers are ever strengthening their grasp upon their African possessions, some changes have inevitably occurred. These are most marked in French Morocco, whose present-day administration will remind Americans of our own military governments in Cuba, Puerto Rico, and the Philippines. If we were to visit Morocco again next winter, we should probably choose to cross from Europe by airplane. This land, chained so long to the traditions of the past and until recently steeped in anarchy, has the first of the international air transport services with which France is binding closer her African colonies. Our airplane would take us on board at Toulouse at sunrise and land us at Casablanca before sunset after a flight longer than from New York to the Mississippi River. Under French control, Casablanca has already surpassed Tangier as a commercial center. Modern docks and piers have been built, and its business is rapidly increasing. If we like, we may fly down the coast to Agadir, the port famous for the naval demonstration of Kaiser Wilhelm, which nearly precipitated the World War several years before it finally came. If we are very adventurous, we can travel by air, From the moroccan coast to dakar the capital of west french africa near cape verde from there it is only three days sail to pernambuco brazil and the french have a scheme for a combined rail water and air route through spain across to morocco down to dakar and over the atlantic to the easternmost tip of south america this route will bring all europe a week nearer south america as we fly over the country We shall not find Morocco greatly changed in appearance, though the French have made many improvements since they took it over. We know, however, that we can travel with safety anywhere we please, riding on the little narrow-gauge railroad lines or motoring over the smooth, hard roads, even to the sacred city of Fez. Many miles of these new motor roads were built by German prisoners sent over from France during the World War. As laborers, they replaced thousands of natives, hundreds of them former rebels and mutineers who left their homes to fight for France. Morocco has helped to feed France as well as to fight for her. Where formerly most of the grain raised by rude methods on the little native farms was consumed at home, during and since the World War, Morocco has furnished to France millions of bushels of wheat, barley, beans, and corn, besides quantities of hogs eggs and other foodstuffs the arable lands extend for about three hundred miles along the coast and end with the atlas mountains yet if all the land now under cultivation were put together it would form an area not larger than massachusetts there are rich possibilities in planting grains grapes lemons olives and almonds there is also a future in sheep raising and in the development of the forests of cedar and cork oak. In her minerals, Morocco has a practically untouched source of riches. There are large deposits of iron, copper, lead, silver, gold, and platinum, believed to contain ores sufficient to supply all Europe for years to come. Vast coal beds and underground reservoirs of fuel oil are also known to exist. It was a hint of this undeveloped wealth that made the powers so eager to get control of Morocco and sustain the ambitions of France in maneuvers with rival nations. The French are doing all they can to improve the farming methods of the natives who have been accustomed to getting only 10 bushels of wheat to an acre. At the agricultural schools, the simplest rules of good farming are taught and experts go through the country, teaching better ways of handling crops and livestock annual fairs and expositions are held in several places and mixed chambers of commerce and agricultural societies have been organized stimulated by cash prizes for the largest acreage cultivated with modern methods and machinery the natives are giving up the plow made of a forked stick and the farm tractor is abroad in the land the french are also trying to revive among the people their ancient handicrafts which were fast being forgotten. Specimens of native pottery, jewelry, rugs, metalwork, and embroidery are today shown along with farm produce. The visitor to the new Morocco need not feel that he is at the end of the earth or out of touch with the world. There are more than 4,000 miles of telegraph lines, several radio stations, and daily mail service from European ports. The holy city of Fez, far in the interior, Gets the wireless flashed every day from the Eiffel Tower in Paris, while there is a telephone even on the walls of the sultan's harem. There are over six hundred miles of new railways and motor buses, and private cars are available for trips across the country into Algeria. Even so, recently as during the world war, there was not a reeled vehicle in all Morocco. There were no roads outside the towns, and freight transportation was limited to what could be carried on a camel's back and that at prohibitive rates only yesterday fifteen miles was a day's journey now one can go fifteen times as far between breakfast and supper and will find little hotels and eating places along the way near the towns the roads are lined with tiny tents where candy tobacco and all manner of goods are offered for sale and the barber and the blacksmith are ready to ply their trades While the French program of railroad construction is far from complete, already they have linked up Casablanca with Fez and have established rail communication with Algeria by means of the fez taza line. The narrow-gauge railways built for military purposes are being replaced as rapidly as possible with standard construction. The recent remarkable progress of Morocco is largely the work of one man, the French Resident General and the real ruler of the country i first met marshal liaute when he was in charge of one of the provinces of algeria and doubtless this earlier experience in north africa helped him to make his brilliant success in turbulent morocco when the french took hold of the moroccan mess they deposed moulay Abd el hafid the brother who had forced the abdication of Abd el aziz and put in his place a younger half-brother Mule youssef sultan still but shorn of most of his power immediately bloody mutinies broke out at fez yet within five months liaute reported pacification and immediately began the outlay of millions of francs on a program of development and public improvement he completely reorganized the administration of moroccan affairs and undertook a general opening up of the country liaute raised regiment after regiment To go to france to fight yet at the same time with the help of specialists sent from home he built roads schools and docks and taught the natives how to cultivate their farms as never before instead of becoming as was feared a menace to france the so lately chaotic morocco was transformed into a source of men and supplies the people have been won by policies that made them more prosperous the travel routes once shunned by the natives for fear their crops and animals might be seized by the sultan's agents or carried off by robbers are lined with busy farms and new villages have sprung up here and there the population has increased to about six millions the boys and girls of morocco for the first time in the history of the land now have toys like their western brothers and sisters and are learning to play while their fathers and uncles who live in towns have acquired the moving picture habit what the french have done in the area where they enjoy full control stands out in marked contrast to the confusion and lack of progress in tangier the ancient city just across the way from gibraltar under international administration it is one of the most mixed-up places in the world there are french english and spanish post offices and mail services the monies used and the languages spoken are equally numerous even the names of the streets are mixed as each of the nationalities represented in the administration tries to impose its own preference on the city there are three sabbaths in the week for moslems observe friday the jews saturday and the christians sunday it is said that a german firm successfully made capital out of the conditions in tangier by putting out some shirts especially designed for diplomats at social functions inside the cuffs were such conversational small change as good afternoon madam how do you do madam you are looking charming mademoiselle etc printed in more than twenty different languages in spanish morocco conditions are much like those i found in the days of abed el aziz even including the exploits of that historic troublemaker Rizuli himself largely for military purposes the spaniards have built some railways and motor roads A motor line operates daily between Tetouan and Tangier, and Melilla is connected with the French territory on the east by an excellent road. A short line of railway extends from Melilla through Hador to Estacion, but even the troops have to depend chiefly upon pack mules in the western section and camels in the east to bring up their supplies. Algeria's prosperity has not only won for her the status of a French province, but every soldier who fought in the Allied forces during the World War may now become a citizen of France. The cash allowance made the families of men in the service, though small, seem like riches to them. Many of the natives who stayed at home grew wealthy in business connected with the war, and are now living in luxury that the Prophet himself might have envied. Numbers of the chiefs enlisted in the army received in France a training and education almost equal to that of the French officer. There is a wholesome increase in the native population and a growing willingness on the part of capitalists and French colonists to invest in the future of the country. In Tunisia, less progress has been made, though the French have long been in control and now dictate the policies of the native Bay. Since the war, political agitation for more self-government has increased among the natives, while the Italians who make up a considerable number of the population have strengthened their hold on the fishing industry and other commercial enterprises the country has over one thousand miles of railroad chiefly along the coast part of an elaborate system being developed by the french to link up their north african possessions from the borders of tripoli to the atlantic coast of morocco tunisia furnished many soldiers to fight for france and its foreign trade amounting to about one hundred million dollars a year is a valuable asset tripoli taken from the turks by italy has cost its latest conquerors a pretty penny and yielded little in return while france and england have large assets in africa italian libya must be regarded as one of italy's liabilities imagine a line from new york to norfolk as the only railroad in the united states and you will have a picture of rail transportation in tripoli which has less than two hundred miles of track the capitals of the two administrative districts of italian libya are tripoli and benghazi both on the coast and the combined population of the two cities is less than that of wilmington delaware italy had to fight to get tripoli during the world war she had to fight again not only turks and arabs but germans as well in order to keep it disorders in the interior and french and british competition have caused a falling off in the once-important caravan trade. The country has not yet fully been pacified and organized for modern administration, and it will undoubtedly be a long time before it is developed on a profitable basis. End of Chapter 28 End of From Tangier to Tripoli by Frank G. Carpenter